I speak to you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Well, recently I had some barbecue, and it's famous for being ranked third by Texas Monthly. So while coming in, in bronze at the Olympics might not feel as good as receiving a gold medal, I'm here to tell you, third place in the world of barbecue is not too shabby. I believe barbecue, really good barbecue, should make you tear up just a little bit in the corners of your eyes. And maybe that's because of the deep, smoky, mesquite char of the meat wafting in the air. Or maybe it's just a sign that you are about to partake in something very special. The great stewardship of amazing barbecue shows up in intentional care, time, and tending to what gets served on your plate. You may have a memory of a meal that made you feel like you had died and gone to heaven. But we have quite the twist in our Old Testament lesson from 1 Kings today. We've got our prophet Elijah, and he seems to be on absolute empty. He's exhausted. He's despondent. And he asks God that he may die. And this is like a request from the prophet Jonah, who asks the same. And in both texts in the Old Testament, these prophets are denied. Not once, but twice, does the angel of the Lord come to Elijah and says, Get up and eat. Elijah is offered cake, baked on hot stones, and a jug of fresh water. He eats and he rests. But soon enough, that angel is back again. Get up and eat. God provides nourishment again so that Elijah can continue his journey with renewed strength. In our gospel lesson from John, Jesus offers holy food through signs that reveal power, a power that comes from love. And this power, this glory, it shows up in the practical or physical as much as the spiritual. Jesus demonstrates who he is as the Word, the one with God in the beginning through which all things come into being. One commentator writes that not only is Jesus showing his power as creator over the elements, water, earth, food, but also the provider of food, drink, healing, and life to human beings. Nothing is disconnected. You may recall that in the beginning of the book of John, the very first lines are like a hymn. And in chapter 1, verse 14, the text describes how Jesus came to us in, a, in the place of time and history, yet also as the Word, having a very central role in God's creation story and eternal desire to always be with us. The hymn describes the activity of God in the person of Jesus Christ. The Word became flesh and lived among us. Now, the word lived 
Well, it's translated to a word which means tented or camped, like camped out. This is that kind of imagery that evokes Bible stories we may be familiar with, where the nomadic people of God move their lodgings from place to place. And so, in simple terms, God camps with them. God is the constant, holy presence that is grounding even when the tent is taken down and it's time to move on. God's ultimate goal is to be with us in a close and personal way. God wants to camp with us. And that's really only just a slight problem for someone like me that would rather stay in a hotel. But uh, this says something really important about the way that God seeks to be with us in real ways, in the everyday, even in times of change when it's time to pack it up or we need to try something new. God is there. When Jesus says that he is the bread of life, well, he means it in a physical, literal way. Jesus wants to provide nourishment for bodies to keep going. And it's like the echo of the angel that spoke to Elijah with Jesus now telling us, get up and eat. And just as much as God is with us in the ordinary and in the physical we find Jesus is also working through creation in a spiritual way. In the feeding story of John chapter 6, Jesus takes two loaves, gives thanks, and feeds the crowd gathered. This goes well. But when Jesus shifts from giving and feeding to the revelation that he is the spiritual source of nourishment and creation, things really go awry. Not only do the people gathered have a hard time accepting what Jesus is offering, but the disciples also declare that this is a very difficult teaching. And some of his followers depart because, well, they cannot stomach Jesus' words. And this is sort of a pun, but... All puns aside, it is often hard for us to accept that nourishment that God is offering us. This is why Christ continues to show up, inviting us to get up and eat. And it's not an exclusive invitation to the table. As the communal hymn that I've just talked about states, all things came into being through him. God is concerned with every aspect of creation. Everything about Jesus' ministry flows through creation. And this is the intention of the Creator. That all things under heaven and earth would be fed, cared for, loved, restored. The work of Jesus shows us that we are all deeply connected. We eat and we are nourished with good food, spiritual food, that may come to us in so many ways. Spiritual food may show up when the phone rings or we get a text or an email from an old friend who's just checking on us. We may be fed in our worship, in serving others, 
in rest and in prayer. Jesus worked by gathering up the people and feeding them with holy food. Christ continues to be present to us, blessing us, and reminding us to get up and eat so we can continue our journey. This is a time where we may feel like campers, where we will look to God to navigate our next steps. As a community, we are called to lovingly respond to each other, to shore each other up. We can do this because God is with us always. A new program year is just right around the corner here at Heavenly Rest. And we look for all the ways that God will show up in this place, calling us to return, to begin again, to be fed, and to nourish each other, and to share that good, that good food in our community. We will invite children and youth and adults to begin Sunday school in formation with a back-to-school bash next Sunday after our worship services in the courtyard. And, and classes will begin on Sunday, August 22nd. It's coming. We will have Sunday Bible studies and book studies as well. And exploring spiritual treasure, our Sunday morning spiritual journey in small groups begins on September 12th, offering ongoing spiritual food through faith sharing. Online worship will continue, and we will look for ways to offer that holy food to those on our campus and those who join us virtually. And we'll do this with our prayerful hearts, thoughtfully responding with care and concern always for one another. Jesus offered the bread of life. We all need it. And we find it in community with one another and with Christ. That's who we are. And that's who we'll continue to be. Camping together with God at the center of our lives. Amen.